once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat with the beat trick this is the wisdom in all things podcast i'm scott and you may be thinking really wisdom in all things it's a rather quick dose of insight where we expose, explore, and execute on a given topic that has to do with mind, body, and soul, which pretty much covers everything. We've been exploring Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues as part of this Wisdom in All Things special series. I think we've gone through nine or ten-ish so far, but today I know what it is. It's cleanliness. Here's what Benjamin Franklin had to say about cleanliness. Tolerate no uncleanliness in body, clothes, or habitation. Time may be for a good cleaning. My son, the oldest, uh, we have two. So the oldest one and the tallest now, uh, used this phrase the other day. Okay, Boomer. I knew he was kidding when he said it. So I let him say it you know, twice more before I had to shut her down. But I have to say that it's that kind of response that, that comes to mind when I read Benjamin's statement on cleanliness. Isn't that what, a, what an old guy would say? Tolerate no uncleanliness in body clothes or habitation. In fact, he probably couldn't even finish the word cleanliness without getting a resounding, okay, boomer. But like so much of what we hear from our elders, it is simple and true. Clean up your room. Clean up your mess. Keep your nose clean. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's next to godliness. I will admit that I probably like you more if you did keep things clean. That's just me. And I mean clean like, like really clean. The way mom would clean something is clean. In back, underneath... Not just where you know people might see it. To do that, you need to pick up whatever you're cleaning and inspect it. Cleanliness is being thoughtful, meticulous, and thorough. A quick dusting just doesn't cut it. It wouldn't cut it with Mr. Franklin either. So we want to be seen as clean. While most of the virtues are applicable across our lives, I found that this one in particular is made for wisdom in all things. It necessarily applies to our minds, bodies, and souls. But more than a virtue, it might be better called a principle or a discipline. Cleanliness extends from our hearts out to what surrounds us. And just like the the spring cleaning that we need to do each spring requires physical, mental, and emotional energy, but yields that proud moment when you can finally get your car parked in the garage. Chelsea Samuelson says, Spring cleaning requires industry and resolution couple of the other virtues, as well as a healthy understanding of moderation, another of the virtues. It also leads to virtues like order and tranquility. And study after study shows that cleaning can make us happier and healthier. Tending to our homes and inventorying our belongings can generate gratitude for what we have, remind us of those with less, prompt empathy for others, and humble us profoundly all at once. And I would add, spiritual. Cleanliness of mind stems from our cleanliness of heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. There's profound clarity in cleanliness. So let's break it up into those three areas, mind, body, and soul. First, the mind. Ordering your private world. This is not only a phrase, but the title of a book I read years ago from Gordon MacDonald. You may know it. His book is a book about spiritual disciplines, but that title captures the approach we should take when surveying the cleanliness of our minds. We need to bring order and cleanliness to the privacy of our minds. Like an upstairs bedroom that has become the catch-all for all unwanted furniture, clothing, and who knows what, we need to open the door, let in the light, and remove what isn't absolutely necessary. We can't allow the disorder to persist in our minds. Next, body. What people see can quickly give them the right or wrong first impression of us. 
However we decide to present ourselves can communicate far more loudly than anything we say, regardless of the setting, audience, or our intention. Grooming, clothing, exercise, hygiene, it all speaks. I have found that what I'm most comfortable wearing probably isn't what my wife would want me to wear in public, at least, you know, when I'm with her. What do you want your physical appearance to say? And third, the soul. We homeschooled our boys for a number of years. Early on, my wife taught them a simple way to understand 1 John 1.9. It talks about confessing our sin and God cleansing us from unrighteousness. That verse says that if we confess our sin, God is faithful and just to forgive and cleanse our hearts. The phrase my wife taught our boys was, clean heart, fresh start. It is the pure in heart that are not only blessed, but see God. The goo and muck of unforgiven sin keeps us from the most vibrant, satisfying relationship we could possibly have. Be free from the burden of unforgiven sin. Clean heart, fresh start. When was the last time you scrubbed and scoured your life? Grab a brush and look deeply into these areas of your life, mind, body, and soul. It may not be spring, but we certainly don't have to wait to do an inspection and tidy up where necessary. If you want to read or listen to all of Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues, it's easy to do. Stop by wisdominallthings.com. And if you would, please pass that website on to other people. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast.